Miracles with Mommy Linda. This book is full of miracles. So if you want to be inspired and just have your faith really increase that God does do miracles, not just back in the day, but now, I really want you to get this Choir of Angels. You can get it anywhere books are sold. The easiest spot to get it is just on our website, lovehimlovethem.org. So I want to tell you a story about this Choir of Angels. Uh, I never called them a Choir of Angels. I don't know. If you travel with 30 children up and down the East Coast, all of a sudden they don't really seem like angels. I'm just going to tell you that. Uh, but this story is, oh, this is an old story, but my daughter Gina told me I really needed to share this with you because nobody would believe it, which nobody really believes most anything I share. But in 2017, I think, anyways, it was the second choir tour. Uh, we were actually flying back home. Okay, so this, these kids are 30 children in one of our orphanages in the country of Haiti. So we had brought, they had lost their primary caregivers in the earthquake and uh, long story, but we heard them sing. So we brought them here to the United States to sing up and down the East Coast. And so at the end of the tour, this time we were going to go fly down. We sang in Fort Lauderdale at a Haitian church. I'll never forget it. And then we were flying out. Uh, from Fort Lauderdale back to Haiti. So we're on stage. I have my phone in my back pocket. Thank goodness I have it on vibrate. And while we're doing our very last concert, <laughs> my butt just starts vibrating, right? And vibrating and vibrating. And I'm like, what in the world is going on? And so this is the night before we're supposed to fly out. So finally, when I get down off the stage, I look at my phone. I'm like, what is going on? I had 30 emails from Delta telling me that our happy butts weren't going nowhere because Hurricane Michael had hit. And it would hit in Haiti. The airports were closed. And so I was like, oh, my gosh, how, what, what, we are in, now we're based in Georgia, northeast Georgia. And we are in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, right? We are in the, we're a long way from home. I was like, we're only at this church for one night because we're supposed to be going to the airport the next day. All of our volunteers were driving back. It was just me flying back with the kids. And then plus, what about the devastation that potentially is about to happen in Haiti? So I pull, our musicians were older, uh, older young men. Is that, can you say that? Older young men? Anyway, so I pulled them aside. I'll never forget Lindsley, our drummer. I was like, hey, do you guys know what's going on in Haiti? He said, yeah. He said, I've had several of my friends reach out to me. He said, there's a hurricane coming. And he said, we need to pray. And so I remember we sat there on the stage, just myself and the five musicians, and we prayed for the country. And when we were done praying for the country, I was like, now what are we going to do? <laughs> what are we going to do? Oh, here's another little tidbit with that. Our visas were about to expire. So we were here on a um, performance visa. My visa wasn't going to expire because I was a citizen, but the kids' visas were about to expire. We, I had run it down to the last second. I can't imagine that. And we were supposed to go home like that Monday. was well, Sunday night, so we were supposed to go home Monday, and I think our visas expired on Wednesday. So it was like if we didn't get out of the country by Wednesday, we were going to all be here illegally and, and, and take the chance of being deported and then never able to come back to the country again. Just a little bit of stress, just a little bit of drama, right? Uh, I had no idea what to do. So we're all in host families, spending the night. There's like two kids in one place, three kids in another. Uh, I was in another. So I just stayed on the phone with Delta all night long. I was like, when are we going to know? How are we going to do? Can we get another flight? What's happening? They were like, honey, the airport is shut down. I mean, there's nothing we can help you with. There's nothing we can tell you. So as always, I call my husband and I'm like, David, what am I supposed to do? He was like, well, there's nothing you can do. He said, you're going to have to just, he goes, based on the way it looks, even if it does hit, the, the airport's not going to be open for a minute. 
He said, so you need to start heading back this way where we have resources and we can help you. I'm like, okay, fine. So the next morning I go out to start the bus. The bus won't start. (laughs) The bus is broken down. Like, oh my gosh. So we have to tow the bus to the closest garage. Oh, you know what? This is another miracle in that story. They ended up, all the host families ended up bringing the kids. And when they came to the church, the church didn't know the whole story yet. So the church referred everybody to go to the garage. So here I am at the garage with 30 kids and and a broken down bus. And right next to us was a donut shop, a little bitty donut shop that was owned by a man who was Muslim and his wife. And so we, uh, I kept running the kids. I kept going over with like two or three kids. I knew if we brought all 30 kids in there at once, same thing that would happen to everybody. It just overwhelms everybody. So I just kept coming in. I'd come in with two and then I'd leave and I'd come back with two more. And finally he was like, who are you and why are you here with these children? So I tell him our story and he says, can I please buy the rest of your donuts? And I was like, yeah, you can buy all the donuts. I have no problem with that. And then he says, I understand you are a Christian woman. I am Muslim, but can I please give you a donation? And I'm like, yes, you can give me a donation (laughs) so we get to share Jesus with him. The part for the bus is not going to be available until the next day. So I reach back out to the pastor at the church and I'm like, is there any way possible? We'll sleep on your floors. We'll sleep on your pews. We end up being able to stay another night. The next morning, still Hurricane Matthew is just tearing up the whole country, tearing up the whole Caribbean. So we start to head back up, uh, up the highway. The whole time I'm calling every news agency I can get in touch with. And I'm like, can you believe this? Haitians are stranded in America because this, the whole story all over the news is the Haitians that are stranded in Haiti. We've got Haitians stranded in America and we can't get out because of the hurricane. So we make it up about three hours up the road. And my companion, who is following me with the van and the uh, trailer, Macarena, is following me. She calls me. She's Macarena is from Mexico. And she says, oh, Linda, I think we have a problem because I hear some very strange noises. I already call your husband and let him hear the strange noises. And he says, we have a big problem. Well, the big problem was the engine blew up in the van. The engine blew up in the van right near Valdosta, Georgia. So we literally had to pull over to the side of the road, (laughs) unhook the trailer that had all of the kids stuff in it and all of the kids, um, all of the all of our instruments, all of our stuff for our product table and had to have the van towed to a place. We ended up staying in a hotel using my husband's Holiday Inn points. We stay in a hotel in Valdosta and I'm on my knees and I said, God, I. I don't even know what to do. We got a broken down van that now they're telling us we can't even fix. We just got the bus fixed. I don't know where we're going. I don't know how, where are we going to go when we get home? We had already given up the choir house. We had nowhere for the kids to stay. No more food. Uh, I remembered that a friend of mine lived in Valdosta and ran the YMCA. I called her. She took us to Chick-fil-A and bought us all lunch. We we wore that Holiday Inn Express out for their breakfast buffet. I was sticking bananas and oranges in my pockets. <laughs> The kids were playing in the pool, didn't have a care in the world, and I could not help but think as I was watching them in the swimming pool, playing in water, thinking about how water was destroying their country. We ended up on several news networks, and a man named Tony Holtzclaw from Dawsonville, Georgia, heard on the radio that the Love Him, Love Them Haitian Orphan Children's Choir was stuck and stranded in Valdosta, Georgia. It was all over social media. It was all over the news. 
And Tony Holtzclaw called me and said, Linda, where are you? And I said, we're in Valdosta, Georgia. I said, we got a broken down van. We got a messed up bus. I don't know what to do with the kids. He said, send me your address. I'm on the way. And I said, excuse me? He said, yeah, I'm on the way. He said, I've already got my church collecting food, setting up air mattresses. We're going to take care of you for as long as you need. He said, we're going to provide you the food. We're going to make sure you have a place to sleep. I'm coming down with our bus, and I'm coming down with a tow truck to bring the van back. I've never heard such amazing news in my life. And I just sat there. I said, how long is it going to take you to get there? He said, probably about three hours. Get everybody ready to go. And Tony Holtzclaw and the Harmony Baptist Church in Dawsonville, Georgia, rescued all of us. We stayed in their gym for about a week and a half. All my volunteers were gone. The tour was over. They had all gone back home. So it was me and the 30 kids and the musicians. We ended up singing at a high school football game. We ended up uh, doing a final, another farewell tour concert. But this man in this little bitty, teeny, itty bitty church in Dawsonville, Georgia. And I'm going to tell you something. When you ask any of our kids, what's your favorite church? What was your favorite place to sing? You know what they all say? Every single one of them. Hominy Baptist. Hominy Baptist. You may be the answer to somebody's miracle today. Or you may be in need of a miracle and someone is going to answer you back. Just pray. God's word is powerful and prayer still works. Don't forget to love him and love them.